Oh, welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's your main man, Crazy Crack, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by Busbrow and Podbeam. I'm trying these two uh, platforms to spread my word about my podcast, amateur podcast, sports right now, all day sports. I have my buddy with me today. His name is Sean. Sean, what's going on, buddy? It's really great to be here. Uh, happy Sunday. We've been a little bit off with second time this week, but glad to be here. Glad to talk about sports. We had a really good day today, actually, before we start talking about sports, didn't we? Well, yeah. I mean, I I had my other buddy over, and we hung out last night. You are over, hung out. And, uh, yeah, we played cards. and uh, We had some coffee this morning, and then we headed up to Otsego. I hadn't seen my buddy Tony in uh, three months, and... Andre has only talked to him on the phone, so he was blessed to finally meet him. And I met him at, at the casino before. Oh, my fault. Yeah. Okay. So Second I time. met him. Yeah. So, but we got to go to his house, and he hooked us up with some amazing food, uh, homemade mac and sloppy joes, and we watched some football. So it's a good day. Great day. Yeah, it was a good day. So I'm gonna start with the games, all the games today that we're going to go through. It's basically right about six thirty. So. Uh, the second half of the second part of the games are on right now. So I'm going to just talk about, uh, I'm going to talk about the Thursday night, the third, I mean, I'm sorry, the Sunday morning London game because I touched base a little bit on that because I, I did my own thing going on forward. Here we go. Box score. I have Jacksonville 25 and the Buffalo Bills 20. This one was a shocker. Um, I talked to Andre, I talked to my buddy Tony and other people, and I was thinking, okay, Jacksonville is still not lost over in London. And I'm thinking, you know, Buffalo just beat Miami, you know, Miami destroyed Denver the week before, you know, yes, but then Andre brought up a very good point. They've been over there for three weeks, so that gives them an advantage, but I was still shocked that once again, Jacksonville is 5-0 and in London. Well, I mean, if you make yourself home in a new place and you're used to that time zone and everything with it, things are going to work for you. I mean, I think, I think, I think we need to realize that uh, that that Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence, is not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's, he's a legit. damn good quarterback. Yeah. So, and plus the whole offensive scheme, Etini Jr. He. He seems to be running real well. He had over 140 yards, right? He had, he had 26 carries, 136, okay, two touchdowns. The longest run was 35 yards. Now, I'm going but let's really talk about. And Lawrence tore it up for over 300 yards. Lawrence tore up 25 for 37, 315 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Can we throw one more name out there? Sure. My favorite. And I love you, and I'll still love you to this day. The Gambler, Calvin Ridley. Atlanta was dumb enough to get rid of you. I told everybody it would be a steal for whoever would get you. And you have put up 100 yards in almost every single game, seven receptions, 122 yards. What a stud. So, I mean, again, if you have gambling problems, call your local gambling place and – your resources and get yourself try to get yourself help 
always have a sense of balance of what you're going worth, what you're going to spend, how much you're going to spend. Don't try to spend something that you don't have because that's not cool. It's not cool for the rest of your family or anything else. Moving on. Moving on. Let's talk about the Buffalo Bills here. This is a team that, again, I would tell you that Josh Allen is hypothetically one of the more risky, good talent quarterbacks, but it's coming to a point where where you throw two touchdowns, one interception, you have 27 for 40 on a game that you lose. Now, I do think that they did have an, a missed opportunity a couple times to, to take the lead. But then they, I think they went for a fourth down and they couple times didn't and they didn't get it so so i gotta give credit where credit's due on uh the defense jacksonville's defense was decent today too to hold the bills under under 21 points yeah i mean it was the score is a lot closer than what the game really is i mean they gave the jacksonville gave uh buffalo at least a minute and a half two minutes to score and they did and they almost got the onside kick but oh, it was a beautiful onside kick. Yeah, Davis, Davis for uh, Davis for the Buffalo Bills. If he didn't, if he had a better pathway to the ball, they would have got the ball. But the perfection, I, I mean, okay. First of all, anybody doesn't watch enough football when onside kicks come, the percentage of recovering them is less than like five percent. This did like a double bounce, and to the point that the Jacksonville Ingram had to actually. Push the ball out of bounds. Yes. Or Buffalo yes. would have recovered it. Yeah. Basically, they got very, very, very lucky. Very lucky, folks. So, Josh Allen already said 27 for 40, 359 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Uh, he, the Damian Harris, I think this is what's the problem with uh, the Buffalo Bills. They don't have a great running back. James Cook. Five or negative four yards. I mean, what's going on with that? That is something that Buffalo Bills is going to have to fix that problem in order to protect Josh Allen and to give them more opportunity to run play actions, fakes, and stuff That's like that. That's their weakest uh, place on the field. I mean, the Bills defense is supposed to be pretty damn good. You got the receivers, obviously. You love Gabe Davis and Stephon Diggs. And, um, yeah, their, so running, their running game is, is weak. Yeah, it is. It is. So we have Stefan Diggs, eight receptions, 121 yards, one touchdown, longest 48, uh, targets 11. Davis had six receptions, 100 yards, one touchdown, 29, and a total of targets, eight targets. Uh, they had a lot of more guys like Hardy, two receptions, 62 yards. Longest, 43, two targets. James Cook, three receptions, 25 yards, uh, 18 yards, four targets. So if you move down the line, it's not that it's not that the Buffalo Bills don't have talent or anything. We all know they have talent. It's the execution of the game that they have problems with. So, so that was the morning game over in London. What's next? I think we're going to really talk about – I think we should really talk about – this really bizarre game, the Steelers. Oh, this one was weird. This is was this game in itself. There were at least five uh, uh, passes 
that Lamar Jackson threw to their receivers and they couldn't catch the football. It was right in their hands. I don't So Lamar understand. had 226 yards. He probably should have had 350. Yeah, yeah. yeah and they shouldn't have lost. No. No, they – look, Pickett for, for Pittsburgh is not good. If you get in backfield, you're going to get some. You're going to cause some problems. But I am going to have to give the kid a lot of credit. This team hung around. You know, this score was ten to three going in the fourth quarter. You get the muff punt. You get a safety. Safeties don't always happen in games. Then it's ten to five, and then you know you got to do the kickoff. Then they march down the field, and the only other. I mean, they have one of the best kickers. He makes a thirty-yard field goal. It's ten eight, and things are just you know there. I mean, Baltimore stuck on 10. What is going on? They, they, they don't have the movement of the offense. They can't block. They can't do anything right. More drop passes like you did. Then they take the lead, 14-10. Well, you got to remember that safety. I did say that. That's when we went 10-5, to five, five, then 10-8, yeah, right. to eight, then 14-10. to 10. Yeah, so this is a game that... On the fourth. This is a game that, that Baltimore Ravens could have easily had control of the game. Uh, let's be honest here. We have... We have a community of run, a rushing for Baltimore of, of 128 yards. Gus Edwards, 48 yards. Lamar Jackson, 45 yards. Justin Hill, seven carries for 32 yards, 126. I mean, excuse me, 125 total. So it's not that the rushing game is not balanced. It's just that your receivers are not catching the football. Oh, Beckham Jr., he got hurt, and he's no and he's always walking up and down the the sideline like he's a team player. But clearly, he's not really a team anything. He's just Beckham, his own teammate. So, so if you look at the stats of of Pittsburgh's Kenny Pickett, eighteen for thirty two, two hundred twenty four yards, one touchdown. You know, he had three sacks on him. Uh, the surprise of the receivers of all, I would say Jalen Warren, nine receptions, 40 yards. Um, he was his target. George Pickens was the number one receiver. He had one touchdown, 130 yards for Kenny Pickett. Excuse me, it was a rushing. I'm sorry. Jalen Warren for rushing was nine carries, 40 yards. Najee Harris was 14 for 37 yards. George Pickett on the back, 116. Now, Sean is right. George Pickens had six receptions, 130 yards, one touchdown. And then Jalen Warren had three receptions, 39 yards. Allen Robinson, the second, five receptions, 29 yards. Ten is the longest. So it, sh- it, just, it just seems that Pittsburgh won the game based on the fact that they got too many opportunities and they – and they cashed in at the end of the game. That's really what happened. So that was a, I mean, I tell you what, folks, if you want to watch football, you want to watch a team that that will make a game out of nothing, watch the Baltimore Ravens or Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are tied for first place now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go through, where's my team? I'm going to have to talk about the Detroit Lions. Yeah. Detroit Lions. They look damn good. Four and one for the first time in how long? I, I, I try to look for that stat. Can't find it. But this is why, I'm going to say this again. I'm going to 
this is why Jared Goff is a home. He likes playing at home. He enjoys playing at home. He loves the fans. He loves the crowd. He loves people behind him all the way. So if you look at his stats, he had 20 for 28. So that means they didn't throw the ball that lot. That means there was a sense of balance. 236 yards, three touchdowns. But beginning of that game, the second, I think the second play of the game, Detroit had an interception. So, so Detroit actually changed the game by actually, by actually changing everything. Bryce Young, he's basically in a in a world of of trouble because. He's basically doesn't know what he's. How many interceptions doing. did he have today? Uh, At least two. Oops, what am I doing? He's well, not good. No, no. So Detroit had all right. So Bryce Young had three touchdowns, two interceptions. The the fourteen points that they scored in the fourth quarter was what made the score a lot closer than what it really was. It was really forty-two to to like ten. And then they just end up scoring that. So they they had one for four sacks on them, 25 for 41, 247. Not looking good at all. But if we look at if we look at the play by play, I know that I know that I know that they actually I know that Bryce Young threw an interception on his first drive. So, so there is an issue with, with that team of having a young player that doesn't really know what he's doing. And I tell you the truth, they're zero and five. They're zero and five because you got a rookie quarterback who is young and doesn't really know how to run the offense yet and doesn't know how to manage the time yet. So, how are you going to expect more out of him when you don't, when 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 you can't? So, another thing about th- this game is Hawkinson. He, he deflected the ball. He intercepted the ball. And the scary thing about Hawkinson was that he got, well, he got tackled, but the guy that tackled him hit, him, hit Hawkinson in the, in the knee. When, when Hawkinson got up, he was a little sore. I'm a little concerned about him. Uh, I hope that everything's okay. Uh, I don't want him to miss any games. We can't afford without him playing any of the games because he causes a lot of stuff, a lot of trouble for each for for our opponents so if you look at if you look at the stats here for you know, for Carolina you get Chubbs Hubbard nine carries 35 yards uh, Sanders seven carries 32 yards not great David Montgomery something's going on with this guy that people just like I feel like someone's calling his number and he's doing something that that I was not prepared for him to do. 109 yards a day. And one touchdown. So he's he's putting the muscle. He's putting the time. You can tell he lost at least 20 and 30 pounds of fat and turned into thin, strong muscle. So he's doing something. Greg uh, Reynolds, seven carries, 52 yards, one touchdown. Jared Goff runs it in for himself for one touchdown. What was the final score? 42-24. They blew him out. Yeah. So Josh Reynolds had four receptions, 76 yards, one touchdown. Sam, Sam Laporta had two touchdowns, 
three receptions for 47 yards. Uh, Kaleef Raymond, three for 45. 23 is the longest. I mean, even old man Marvin Jones Jr. had two receptions, 22 yards. So that's something that you're going to think about. Detroit is on the way to having probably the best year of their franchise in about 100 years. No, maybe like 85 years. I mean, because this 1935 is when they started, 1934. So, g- moving on, we're going to talk. Let's, uh, let's see what next game we're going on. Titans versus the Colts. This was a close game. Anthony Richardson ends up getting hurt. Gardner Minshew, which is actually a really good backup quarterback. He's with his third team. Started out with Jacksonville, then went to the Eagles. Plays for the Colts. Um, now we got to talk about the Colts. They finally signed Jonathan Taylor to a three-year contract. And he did play today, but he didn't start. Didn't score any touchdowns. But Zach Moss was phenomenal. And that is the other running back for the Colts. 23 carries, 165 yards, two touchdowns. Um, It was back and forth, back and forth. And the Colts came out on top and are leading the division. I do want to touch a little bit on the Titans, 264 yards, Ryan Tannehill, but didn't get any touchdowns from interception. But I will say something. DeAndre Hopkins' career has been resonated. He had eight receptions for 140 yards. Hopkins looked good today. But did he score any touchdowns? No, he didn't. So that's something that's been a struggle for Tennessee. It seems like Tannehill is a decent quarterback. But is he able to find his receivers or his tight ends in the end zone? When they move the ball down the field, I'm going to tell you this. Derrick Henry, when I watch this game on on, on a NFL Red Zone, Red zone Every time I saw them on the, by the red zone or anywhere by the red zone, my running back, Henry, when I had my first year of my old, this fantasy league that I'm playing in now, I think he's done. I think, he, I think he's got the muscle, the upper body, but I don't think he, he has the lower body anymore. I think the lower, I don't think he wants to get hit anymore. I don't think it hurts his knees. I mean, you know, you're just... You, you, if you if you're missing an ACL and you get that fixed a year a year and a half ago two years, and now you come back and you can't just run through people, this is a different Derrick Henry. Is it time for Tennessee to look for someone other than Derrick Henry? Look, uh, I mean, he only had 13 carries, 43 yards, no touchdowns. Yeah, Spears, Ty J. Spears, seven carries, 34 yards, one touchdown. And remember, Derrick Henry's longest run was eight yards. This is something that we need to address. Is it time to look for someone else? Or do you have, to, what would you do first? Would you go to a new quarterback or would you get a new running back? Which one goes first? Well, most people are going to say the running backs because life expectancy is 32 and quarterbacks life expectancy is almost 38 or 36. So if you do that stat number, you get rid of the running back. But I like Henry, like you said. 
Well, yeah, but and Tannehill's not the best. No, no, and I don't. And to tell you the truth, I when I watched that game, I think that game really changed because Richardson got hurt. He, you can go to Malik. Malik is a decent quarterback. Yeah, you called it. I had some money on in a parlay with the Titans, which doesn't matter because Baltimore sucks with the Orioles right now. Uh, but the Titans didn't play well, and Gardner Minshew was a better quarterback. Look, I'm going to tell you this. The difference between Richardson and, and Melichuk is this. Melichuk knows exactly where to go when he feels pressure in the pocket and it gives himself two or three seconds left, I mean two, two or three seconds more to throw a touchdown. I really, you just got to love his stash. He's got a great yeah. stash. No, but I'm serious, though. He... He can get in that pocket, move up in the pocket, throw for about 15 yards and find his guy. Richardson, he gets his, he gets his little uh, spots so he gets things going for him. But I'm going to tell you what. I think Richardson will learn how to play and protect himself and, and not hurt himself like RG3s and, and uh, Randall Cunningham's and you know, even, um, yeah, whoever is out there is a running quarterback. I mean, you just can't live off running and getting hit like that. I mean, they blew his shoulder up is what happened. Um, How about that? Uh, we were watching it coming down the wire. Falcons, Texans. Well, give them the stat about, about the quarterback. Okay. So, Falcons, quarterback. This kid is good. You got his name is Desmond Riddler, and people need to stop getting off his case. He is a proven good quarterback. He is now undefeated at home, going all the way back to the University of Cincinnati. Like this kid is good. He's got a lot of talent. Um, they end up he ends up leading them to the winning drive and getting a field goal, and they beat them twenty one nineteen. He. Through for 28 of 37, 329 yards, one touchdown, and zero picks. Um, so, I mean, that stat is amazing. If you want to look at C.J. Stroud, he's a rookie for um, Texans. Texans, 249, one touchdown. But here's the key stat. This kid did not just pass the mother effing goat Tom Brady for the most completions in, in NFL history as a rookie. Five game, first five games. In the first five, first games, five games without throwing an interception. He also surpassed Dak Prescott. So he is now the number one quarterback for making it the most completions in NFL history. Think about that. That's Those are some big names on there, dude. But, but that's pretty good for C.J. Strong. I mean, you don't like him. Well, of course, Ohio State. But to be honest with you, I don't really like him either. When you get to the NFL, it really doesn't matter anymore. It really doesn't matter what school you went to. You made an NFL. You're not in. You're not in college. You're not talking about small games and all this stuff. And we're also watching uh, Kansas City and and my and uh, Minnesota, and not good. Not good for Cousins. Cousins is gonna probably choke. They're already down, what, 26 to... 27, 13. 13. So, um, 
you know, let me look at something. Did we really do Travis that? Kelsey, since he did mention that in this game is going on, it's the fourth quarter. Travis Kelsey got hurt a little earlier, but now he is back in the game, and he actually, while we were talking, scored a touchdown. Yeah, that's true. Here's We didn't see Taylor Swift much on the screen today. She's a distraction. That's why Kelsey got hurt. Maybe. Kelsey got hurt because she's been playing with his ankles too much. You're probably going to put that in the nicest term possible. Hey. I'm keeping it Another clean. thing it, it, that's closest to keep this clean is Taylor Swift was choking his chicken. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't think we need to talk about anything like that. So, here we go. Here we go. Let's talk about Belichick. Belichick is going downhill with a ship. Last two games, he's given up 70-plus points. And the Patriots are scoreless again. Ouch. I'm not even going to go through the stats. <laughs> There's nothing you need to say. Because. Other than who did they play? The Saints. They got destroyed by a washed-up Derek Carr, uh, Kamara, and what's-his-face that dropped the ball? Who? The tight about? end. The old oh, man. Graham? Yeah, Graham. So look at this. Look at this. This is how pathetic this game is. Well, we'll go over the stats. We're really say some shit. Jared Carr had only 183 yards, two touchdowns. Mac Jones had 12 to 22 for 110 yards, two interceptions. They played Zappa. Mac Jones got benched again, second week in a row. So how is this? In a, I'm telling you the truth. I feel bad for Mac Jones because they threw him in in a system that that. That Belichick thought that anyone could be taught, but no one can be taught besides Tom Brady and the guy that took over for Tom Brady when he blew his ACL. Who is it? Starts with a K, right? I have no idea. So, all right, let's be honest. Camaro only had 80 yards, 22 carries, one touchdown. It's just something for him. I'm kind of surprised. And, uh, and if you look at the rest of the team, Miller, Kendra Miller, 12 carries, 37 yards. Uh, Taysen Hill, 3 carries, 19 yards. You know what I don't understand about the Saints? Why don't they use Taysen Hill as a slot receiver? When they, they should. When they can. They really should. Because that would make more sense because that way you can be in rotation. Coming in. Going in the backfield and doing his thing, correct? Correct. I agree, one hundred percent. Correct. Here's a positive thing for the Saints: Michael Thomas, four receptions, sixty-five yards, no touchdowns, seven targets. So he seems to be on his way back. Michael Thomas is a good receiver. Well, yeah, but you no, know, for the last couple of years he's been struggling. He has been struggling. You're right. So this is why a little surprise, surprise thing, right? Yeah. So, so I guess, I guess we're going to talk about. You know what? I I think we're going to talk about the parlays that I did today. You did pretty good on those single game parlays. Well, it's the same game parlay. Sorry, same game parlay. That's what I meant to say. So here, 
folks. This is what I, okay, I'm going to tell you the winners and losers is what I did as well. So, because it's only fair. I don't want people to think that I'm only picking the winners. But uh, I picked the Detroit Lions parlay. And, and when I did that, I picked Detroit's money line, Jared Goff for 200 yards and over, and David Montgomery for a touchdown. 15 and win 37. That was kind of easy. And you know what? The thing about it, FanDuel gave me that pick to pick. I also picked, and thanks to Tony, Lamar Jackson for 40 yards. You bumped it down a few yards. Because it was at 47. Seven, and he only had 45. So, and then I had Mark Andrews, the tight end, for three and a half receptions and 48 yards. Got that. That was $64. Now, I did have a loser. I picked the Jacksonville to plus five and a half. They gave it to me. But the Tennessee Titans is the team that I lost. I had them negative two. I mean, two and a half. Win by two and a half. And I had Detroit... To win by six and a half. But I did pick. I did pick Josh Allen for 262. And Gabriel Davis for 38 yards. That was easy. $55, folks. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I got my action going right now. I got Miami 12 and a half that one. I got Detroit five and a half. Lower that down. I don't know why I did, but I did. And they won. 42 to 24. Miami beat the Giants and killed them. 31 to 16. Now I need San Fran to win by two and a half points. Is that possible? Yeah. It's in San Francisco. But I'm a Cowboys fan. You got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, no digs. You got Kettle. Yeah. So, so here we go. Let's talk about my Michigan, my the greatest team that God has ever put together. And Sean can say they finally covered. They did finally cover. They won fifty-two to ten, and or forty-five to ten, and fifty-two to ten. And you know what? I think it was what only seventeen points that they wouldn't give them. Seventeen and a half or eighteen? Yes, that's true. So they actually played some football this weekend. I'm so proud of my Michigan and team. I didn't have to worry about Michigan State losing because they didn't effing play. So, well, that's probably the best thing that could have happened. Not playing at all. Just saying. Hey, everybody needs a bye week. And they need a bye week. They need like a couple of bye weeks. You guys got Indiana next week. It's going to be a little tough. No. You're favored by 24 and a half. We got Rutgers. We'll probably get beat. Come on. Be nice. It's going to be a good game for Michigan. It's going to be a good challenge. Never look, overlook your, com- your competitor. And by the way, you tell everyone else they don't cover. Are they going to cover? 24 points? I guess Indiana, they probably will. 
and then they'll play Michigan State, and they won't cover. Are you going to uh, Are you going to uh, take that wager with me and uh, Tony at Michigan? I am taking the wager that it will be whatever you guys say, and it'll, you guys have to agree with what you're going to say. But yes, I'm taking the points. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That's two weeks away. The game of the week, folks. Here we go. Oklahoma and Texas. That was a really, really fun game. I don't know where they play that game. So we're done with the NFL? Yes. I don't know where they play this game. It's always at either. I think they usually play it at AT&T, Jerry's World. But this thing was not at Jerry's World. This thing well, was outside, outside. It might have been outside then. But it's, it's usually but somewhere between Texas and Oklahoma. It was basically, that was the probably one of the coolest things that I didn't ever notice about this rivalry between Oklahoma and Texas. Now, in the beginning of the game, it just looked like Oklahoma was going to run through them. And then in the second half, Texas scores and come back. And Texas almost came back completely, but Oklahoma, 34-30. I mean, look. On the last second touchdown. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had, Texas goes down and scores. And then Oklahoma gets the ball back. And this kid. I got to give credit where credit's due. Dylan Gabriel. I'm, I want him on my team for Detroit Lions. Let's not go that far yet. What are you talking about? This is a good kid. This is a fantastic kid. This kid is like a genius. Takes the team back down and scores last drive. Who does he look like? Maybe the GOAT, Tom Do Brady. Do not even com- any compare the Oklahoma quarterback to the GOAT there. Well, he's no Blake. He's no Mayfield. Blake Mayfield. Who thinks better? Well, we, don't, we haven't seen him in his career. I would say he's better than Sam Darnold. Or not Sam Darnold, but the one guy that played for the Rams. I know what you're talking about. Oklahoma remember. doesn't produce great quarterbacks in the NFL. This is going to be a that's kid true. that's going to go to the Patriots. He's and do nothing. No, I mean, look, I really think that. Unless this guy's going to be a steal because he will not be a top 10 pick. No, no. Yeah, but let's talk like about this. Fifth round. Jonathan Brooks, 22 carries, 129, one touchdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal game. Phenomenal. Oklahoma's rushing, which is crazy. Dylan Gabriel, 14 carries, 113 yards, one touchdown. This, so he's a running one. But he's just not a running quarterback. He's a good throwing quarterback. He might be better than, than Mahomes. Whoa. That's the baby goat. Well, he's only won two championships. That's still, he's the baby goat. Come on, he only won two. He's going to get three or four. But I don't know. He's still the baby goat. I think he's going to get hurt before he gets to four or five. He'll probably win one more Super Bowl, and then he'll get hurt. He's too mobile. He's got to sit in the pocket. The Kansas City receive, receiving crew is not that good. Am I right? What happens if Kelsey gets hurt? Where does Mahomes throw the ball to? Where? Who? What? It? No. Where? No one. Right. So, yep. See? All right. All right. We I'm should. gonna go three for four on my six to ten because Arizona choked. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're right. They're up 14, down 14. Well, here, okay, here we go. Here we go. I watched this game, Maryland and Ohio State. This game was closer than it should have been. It was 10-10 in the and second. And 17-17. It was closer than what it should have been. So, so this game was not, this game was really weird. I felt like Ohio State was not in it or with it in the first half. And Day, the coach for Ohio State, he must have said something because they scored 27 points in the second half. It looked like, you know what, McCord for for Ohio State, he looks pretty good. He might make it to the NFL. Does this mean that Ohio State is done with all this C.J. Strom and Pryor and all this running quarterback, flashy guys that they play the Wildcat? You know what? Let me tell you something. The Wildcat is not going to make an NFL. You know why? Because there's too many people, too many players, NFL players, who are too fast, too quick, that could go left to right, north and south. Will this kid from Ohio State get invited to New York? If he keeps it up, I say, no, why not? Okay. Okay? Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. Virginia Tech, Florida State, not a big surprise. Florida State just runs over them. They scored 22 points in the first quarter, for God's sake. For goodness sake. I mean, what's going on here? 22 points. I think they even got a safety or something on that, didn't they? They might have. I mean, I don't even know what to tell you. So, Do you want to know what's more important? Arizona, USC. Talk about that. Talk about that. Arizona. Talk about that. Ah, this was a great game. It's it's tough. It'll be on probably ESPN Classic this week, maybe Tuesday night. We went to bed and Arizona was up a couple, are up like four points because we didn't want to be up till three o'clock in the morning. But when we wake up, I said, "Oh my God, USC came back and won 43-41 in triple overtime." So. Caleb Williams did what he had to do. Didn't have a letdown um, before having to go to South Bend, Indiana and play Notre Dame, which I don't know what the hell is going on with Notre Dame. Congratulations, USC. Arizona, congratulations for keeping the game close. Notre Dame, you're not going to be playing on a New Year's Day Bowl because you probably lose USC next week. And it'll be three losses already. i tell you what's a bummer, folks. One of my parlays I only needed... Notre Dame to win by 1 to 13. I picked my other two parlays. Let me look this up. Let Congratulations me to Louisville, though. You played a great game. I'm going to tell you what. Louisville. Looked damn good. Looked real good. They had their running game was intact. Their defense was intact. I tell you what. Their running game might be overrated, underrated, depending who you are, depending what fan you are. But let me tell you something. Notre Dame has a rush. It's a rushing defense prop. If you can run the football at Notre Dame, you can win any game. Repeat. Repeat. If you can run the football at Notre Dame, you're going to win the game. Not even Mother Mary can help him out. Okay, you heard it here first. There you go. They got a heap of trouble. Uh, Notre Dame's quarterback 
is is Hartman is what doing way too much, way too much for no for no good for no reason. So here we go. I'm gonna show you guys something. I had Ohio State plus fourteen. They killed him. LSU one to thirteen. I kind of figured that I could win that game because of what happened last week with Ole Miss, and I thought Notre Dame would fix their problems going against a team that's five and zero as as they were. Now they're five and one, and Louisville is six zero. But I didn't realize that 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 the Louisville had two running backs. This, I mean, let me show you something, folks. I'm gonna show you something. This kid, this kid, Jahar Jordan, or Jahar, Jahar Jordan, 21 carries, 143 yards, two touchdowns. What's going on here? What is going on? You know what's going on? Notre Dame can't save a soul without that defensive line doing something about it. If you were Notre Dame, you might have to go to to church on Wednesday and Friday and before you play on Saturday because you're going to need help. You might be right. Okay, I should stop saying that. Oh, by the way, Notre Dame is 5-2, not 5-1. They already lost to Ohio State. And they might lose to USC USC. next week. Yeah, they might well. They might. They might. So, uh, you know what? Not a surprise. Georgia demolishes UK. I mean, I don't even know why this game was so on TV. They should have just put it on radio because. But Georgia's the outright number one. They are. They really are. I mean, let's let's be honest. Here's a here's a nail biter. Twenty six twenty Texas A M against Alabama. Alabama goes in there and and wins. Um, UCLA with the upset over undefeated Washington State. Wazoo Cougars. Um, But guess who gets back on the board with a W? Neon Dion. They're 4-2 now. It was not a pretty win. It was 27-24, but they got the win. It was sloppy. It was very sloppy. But they got the W. Are you still on on his boat? 4-2. They're still good. Deion Sanders' vote. Yeah, they're four and two. They're gonna make, they're gonna make a bowl game. They're gonna well, they only have to win two more games. Who cares? They're still gonna win eight games. Eight games. Eight games. Eight games. Eight games. I don't think they will. Well, anyway, so Wyoming <laughs> upsets Fresno State twenty four nineteen. LSU does a lot of points again forty nine thirty nine. But I want to talk about this. I want to go off the wall right now. This is ridiculous. Miami, you are at home. You are playing a very, 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 very shitty Georgia Tech. Terrible. Dog shit. Three and three. Barely. Oh, they were three and two. No, they were two and three when they played you. All you have to do is take a mother effing knee and end this game. (laughs) End this game. Take a knee. Take a knee. You don't. Instead... You run, and then you have to punt, and then all of a sudden, somehow Georgia Tech gets the ball at the 44-yard line of yours with two seconds, throws up a Hail Mary. Touchdown, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. They win the game. They stun you. You were 4-0 before that game. And losing a game like this, you have no shot at the national championship. Really, you probably never did in the first place. But now you are F-U-C-K. 
double Lee, F-U-C-K. I don't know why I'm spelling it out because maybe it ends up sounding better instead of me actually saying the word. But wow. anyway, Yellow Jackets, kudos to a great win. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you made that interesting. And you didn't swear. You just spelled it out. Uh, yeah. So I'm a little bit better. You are doing better. I'm proud of you, son. I really am. I really, really am. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I mean, LSU, Missouri. What a game. What a game. What a game. LSU made my dream come true. Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly, back on the winning streak. He he lost to Ole Miss last week. Do we have a minute to talk about Monday night's game? Let's do it. Tonight's game and Sunday. Well, we kind of touched on it a little bit, right? The 49ers. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, because Dallas, you said what am I minus two and a half. I yeah. think you're going to do it because of whatever. But tomorrow night's game, you got the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> got a real two and two matchup versus a one and three. Horrible Josh McDaniels head coach and the um, Las Vegas Raiders. And, and and this is always intriguing because guess what? This is Devontae Adams' old team. Yeah, it's going to be really weird. For but him. you want to know what? Yeah. Devontae Adams is questionable. Mm-hmm. Is he really questionable? Do you think he's not going to be on that sideline playing against the Packers? Uh, yeah, because it's in, it's, it's in Vegas. So he will play? I think he will. And, you took, and, and to be honest with you, this is like two years ago. I know. Half of those guys are not even on team. Aaron Rodgers is not on that team. You know where Aaron Rodgers is? Sitting somewhere by the lakeshore in New Jersey. By the, it's not even the lakeshore. They're in a pond or somewhere. Not doing a damn thing. So there's no, there's no, there's nothing there for them to, there's nothing there to talk about. So I don't know why Devontae Adams won't play. Why wouldn't you play? He's injured. They should question him. Oh, I my guess. God. Is he injured? Is he not just want to play? I don't know. Could be both. So, do you think? Who's, who do you think is going to win that game? I don't know. Is Jimmy G playing? Jimmy G, Jimmy Guapolo, I can't throw the football correctly to my receivers. I don't think they can win with that O'Donnell kid from Purdue. Right? What? Is Guapolo, Guapolo not playing? I don't know if he's ready yet. Remember, O'Donnell was playing last week. Oh, you're right. The Purdue kid. And he... Well, that ex- so let's just say... Let's that, say that explains why Adams may not play. If you have to choose between O'Donnell and the old Spartan, who are you going to pick? Who's the old Spartan? Brian Hoyer. Hoyer? you going to pick Hoyer? Oh, yeah. Why would you put a rookie quarterback who's going to get slaughtered? Okay. Right? Yeah. Get someone out there that knows the play call, knows how to play the call, does all that good stuff. Correct? Yeah. All right, folks. I think we're going to end it like, right there. Any other stuff that we want to talk about? No, probably the Raiders lose. I'm going to take Jordan Love. That's all I'm going to add. Packers win the game tomorrow night. You're going to take the parlay? Or are you going to no, take don't you think Packers win tomorrow? Yeah. I don't know. Again, yeah, they should win. I don't – if Guapola doesn't play, yeah. Just a reminder, college football starts on Tuesday. So we have football all the way from Sunday to Sunday this week. Think about this. Tonight, tomorrow, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and all the way right back to Sunday. Who plays on Tuesday? College football. Who? The Mac is starting, buddy. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my Lord. All right. Oh, my gosh. She just got slaughtered. Pass interference. Wow. All right. I mean, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'd like to thank you for coming in and listening to my podcast. Like, Buzzsprout, I'd like to thank uh, Podbean, be there. Thank you, Apple, uh, Spotify. I'd like to thank Sean for showing up. Always like, great to be here, buddy. I'd like to thank every one of you people that are here to listen to my podcast. So, we got to go. We got to go. Bye-bye. Wah. Wah.